0: Hey, this is Dimitris, the Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today, we're going to discuss the four ways of practicing for tango that I use. Now, I don't like practicing and most people don't. I like dancing. So I want to make my practice as efficient as possible so that I can improve fast and dance more. And I want to be able to practice the things that I really need for the milonga. Okay, and this is what we're going to discuss. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It's free, it's fun, and you're going to learn many ways to improve your tango. Let's start. When I train for tango, I rarely try to learn a new step. Usually, I train to achieve four main results. I train for adaptability. I train for scarcity. I train for transitions. And I train for corrections, adaptability, scarcity, transitions, corrections. What does this mean? Okay. Let's see this one by one. Number one, train for adaptability. I want to be able to dance well with many different dancers. So I need to be able to adapt. How do you, how do you, do you become better at adapting? You train for embraces that have different pressure. All right. You try to practice and say, okay, what happens if I put more pressure or less pressure? You ask your partner to put more pressure or less pressure and see how you need to change your leading or your following uh, according to that. Or you train for different contact points maybe you focus more on your you know back your right shoulder blade or your left hand or the close side of the embrace or the open side of the embrace or you you know you have more contact on the chest or i don't know if you want to if you're a follower and you dance with like you know uh guys with bigger bellies. (laughs) You try to take contact on the belly and see what happens there. So you practice for different contact points. You try to practice the changes in your embrace that are required to dance with taller dancers or dancers that dance a different style. That's what it means to train for adaptability. Number two, you train for scarcity. Often on on the dance floor, you don't have enough space or you don't know the song that's playing or you are not certain if your follower can follow a certain step. These are all elements of scarcity, things that you don't have. So what do you do? You practice for that scarcity. For example, you can remove a movement from your uh, repertoire and dance without it. Maybe you can dance a full dance without a forward step or a back step or a rebote. Uh, We're very used to doing rebotes again and again and again and again. If you remove it from your dance, suddenly you are pushed to be a lot more creative, okay? So, you can practice for that. You can practice for that scarcity. Uh, You can practice, for example, a full dance without moving toward uh, a certain direction. You know, maybe you don't choose to go forward and right for the full dance, all right? You always go to a different direction except forward and right, okay? This is what means uh, the diagonal, all right? That's what it means to train for scarcity. Number three, train For transitioning, how do you train for transitions? Uh, That can simply mean train for accelerations and decelerations. What do you need to do to accelerate and decelerate? If you're not certain, you need to learn that and then you need to practice it. You might need to practice the connection between linear and circular movements. Most people, for example, when they practice a hero, they either you know, they start and then they get in the here and then they just practice turning around a lot. But they never put enough practice into the transition between the linear movement, whatever step you're doing before in a linear fashion, and a circular movement. Or you can practice the opening and closing the embrace. That's what it means to train for transitions. And finally, number four, training for corrections. On the dance floor, good dancers constantly make micro-corrections. If you ask, for example, your partner to intentionally intentionally do on her own changes of weight during a dance uh, without, you know, without telling you she just decides to change her weight, then you're practicing how you can recover from those mistakes. If you focus on adjusting a bit the direction of your feet after you step, you're practicing adjustments, micro pivots, you know, all the little changes that you need to prepare your body to move comfortably to the next step During your dance, you need that a lot of times. You step and then you realize, okay, I want to move to the left, but my uh, foot is not pointing in the right direction for that. So you do a little bit of a pivot to help yourself go to that direction. Well, all I'm saying is put that into your practice sessions. Practice those micro-corrections so they happen naturally, so you don't need to think about them when you dance. Okay, So that was a quick overview of what it means to train for adaptability, scarcity, transitions and corrections. Those are things that matter on the dance floor, but very few people actually practice them intentionally. Okay, I hope that was useful. For more free tips, join the Curious Tango newsletter. If you're serious about bringing your tango to the next level, contact me to join the Curious Tango Advanced. And if you want to support the podcast, you can go on Amazon and buy the book Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. It is available in 11 languages. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. If you want to order three copies or more for your friends, contact me to give you a discount. Links and emails should be available somewhere around this content. Hugs and stay curious.